Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Now, I'm here in Cape Town with Alex Anderson, and he's a student, a PhD student at the University of Oxford, and he's doing a PhD in, what is it, transients? Uh, yeah, so I, my PhD, my study uh, is in... Uh, radio transients, so I use radio telescopes, specifically uh, Meerkat, which is based here in, in South Africa, um, to study these transients, which are things that are exploding or appearing or disappearing in the sky um, over time, and I sort of hunt for these things. Right, OK, so things that go bang in the night and during the day as well, but we can't see them then. Yeah, yeah, so all, all manner of things that are appearing and disappearing and exploding. We've been able to, to look for transients with, with other telescopes and, and with the naked eye for over a thousand years. We've got observations of stars exploding that go back um, at least a thousand years. Um, and so I'm sort of employing modern telescopes, modern radio telescopes like, the, like Meerkat here in South Africa to look for these kind of um, explosions in distant galaxies or um, stars doing funny things in our galaxy and all manner of other interesting and exotic things out in space. Wow. Now, but, but you're going to tell us specifically about a project that you've got which could involve the public, indeed, fine music radio listeners, to help you find these things. Please tell us all about it, Alex. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yes, one of the uh, kind of difficult but amazing challenges with modern telescopes is we just have so much data from them, more data than I, as a, as a researcher or as a student, could ever look at myself. And so one of the ways that we can deal with this sort of flood of amazing observations we get from telescopes like Meerkat is to use citizen science. Uh, and citizen science is where we get um, amazing, lovely uh, volunteers, members of the public, much like this listener base, who to take part. Um, so I run a citizen science uh, project on the Zooniverse website um, where any, any volunteer who wants can get involved and search through real data from real telescopes to look for these transient things out in space. Okay, so now I will give the web addresses on the podcast site for anybody who's interested in participating. But what do people have to do? I mean, how do they look for things on the internet? Yeah, so this is a great question. We try and make the the thing that we, we ask volunteers for as, as straightforward as possible. So what I've done is I take um, lots of pictures from Meerkat um, and I process them and show you everything that we can see with our telescope. I show you how that thing, the things that we see are getting brighter or fainter over time. So we sort of have a graph of how, how their brightness changes or, or doesn't change over time. And we show you what the thing in the sky looks like. So often this is um, just a little dot, like, a, like how a star would look. Uh, in the night sky, or sometimes it's big uh, galaxies we can see out in space. And so we show you this graph and this picture, and we just ask volunteers to say, do you think that this source is some kind of transient or variable thing in the sky, or is it, um, is it a thing that's always there that isn't a transient, it's a stable um, object maybe, um, or something else? So is it quite easy? Yeah, it, it just takes one click um, for each thing. You just take a look at these two, two pictures, have a quick guess, uh, what you think is going on, um, and make one click. We get at least 10 people to look at each one, so it's okay if you're a bit unsure, you just do your best. Um, you can also speak to the researchers on the sort of project-specific forum board. Um, you can ask any questions you might have about the science or how the project works. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we just ask people who, who think that sounds interesting to give it a go and let us know what they think. I see, and, uh, and what, what do people get from this? You know, what's, what's the payback? 
One thing is the fact that these observatories, these telescopes, you know, exist here in South Africa in particular, that is Meerkat that I use, um, and it's a way to, to give back to the community and say, you guys, you are here, you are the ones who, who host this telescope, you can actually access the, the science that comes from it as well, and you can you know, engage in science and be scientists in a way that you might not be able to otherwise. Um, so that's, that's one thing. Furthermore, for the volunteers who, who engage the most, we, we always try and give as much credit as we can to our volunteers and say, you know, without them, I certainly wouldn't be able to do any of the rest of my work. So, But now, why can't you get a machine to do this? Yeah, this is, this is a really good point. So machines and, and AI and machine learning, these are really powerful tools for dealing with these large amounts of data. That's very true. One of the challenges with those is that to use machine learning, to use AI, you need to teach it. And to teach it, you need to already know what you've looked at. And the only way you can do that is by having people look at it. So we can only train the machines if the people have looked at it first. That's wonderful. So Alex Anderson from Oxford University, thank you so much for telling us about the Citizen Science Project. And I'll put all those web addresses on the internet so Fire Music Radio listeners can have a go themselves if they want. And, well, I look forward to seeing you again because it looks like you're going to be visiting South Africa quite a bit. Yes, uh, it'll be fantastic to come back. Hope to be back next year sometime. Thank you very much for having me. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. If 